Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today we're going to dip into my email box, and I pulled up one that I think was really good question from my man, Manny. Manny, you know who you are. Uh, Manny has a great question. He says, Victor, I just wanted to drop in and let you know that I have listened I've been listening to your podcast. It's helping me break through with understanding how to sell more effectively. Ah, That's great feedback, Manny. Thank you very much. Question, though. I've noticed I've always had trouble asking for a sale and closing, almost like I'm scared to do it. How do I overcome that? Great question. I appreciate you for putting out great content. I'll leave you a nice rating and review. Appreciate you, brother. Ah, thank you, brother. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. All right. So the quick question was, I've noticed I've always had trouble asking for a sale and closing. Almost like I'm afraid I'm scared to do it. How do I overcome that? It's a great question, Manny. I think the you know, I think a lot of people have a hard time closing a deal. And there's several ways you can solve this problem, but in this context, uh, I'm going to take a very simple approach because I think there's two schools of thought when it comes to closing. One is that you build up the value and then drop a closing bomb at the end, right? You just try to close it at the end. Now, the customer knows you're going that way, so there's nothing wrong with that strategy at all. But I also think that there's another school of selling that is as effective that says you should be closing throughout the process. And that's the one I subscribe to. I don't like waiting to the end to drop a clothesline on them, right? Because sometimes you'll just freak a customer out. They'll get shocked. Oh, I didn't expect to pay that much, you know? But again, one of the things I like to do is condition them throughout the process to actually say yes. And I'm not talking about stupid manipulation tricks or persuasion tips. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about legitimate questions, to be more specific, qualifying questions throughout the sales process that basically lets the customer know and you that you're both on the same page. So for example, I said, and here's how I responded to Manny. I said, step one, the key to closing is not to wait until the end. Again, that's one strategy. And I've known people who are very effective at that. If that's your style, great. That's not my style. And I think that's important. Let me just pause here for a second. You've got to find your style of selling. You can't sell like somebody else. You have to find your style of selling and do it effectively. Uh, Bruce Lee once said, and I'm going to just maybe just get this wrong, but you'll get the idea. He said, I'm not afraid of a guy who practice, practices 10,000 kicks. He says, I'm afraid of the guy who practices one kick 10,000 times. Now, how does that apply to sales? I know a lot of salespeople who practice a lot of different sales closes, right? But because they practice a lot of different closes, they're never an expert at any of them. But I, if you're that type of person that figures out your style of closing and you practice that style 10,000 times, so to speak, you will become an expert closer. So again, it's about finding your style, Manny. So step one, the key to closing is not to wait till the end. Throughout the sales process, keep asking qualified questions. Simple questions like this. So far, does this sound like something that fits you? And again, you can rephrase it to whatever you whatever sounds comfortable for you, but just simple statements like that, you know, so far, you know, am I showing you what you want? So far, does this sound like something that fits you? So, uh, up to this point, is, is this kind of what you were looking for? Am I on track? And they're going, yeah, yeah, that's kind of it. You know, and then further on, it was, based on what I've now shown you, is this what you were looking for? You know, and you wait for the confirmation. Or you can say, you know, you mentioned X, 
And we offer that, but we also offer why. Could you use that? Is that something that would be of interest to you? Is that something you want to discuss? See, you're asking all these qualifying questions throughout the process, and the customer's going, no, yes. As soon as the customer says, no, that's not what I'm looking for, I said, you just shift, right? Okay, well, let's not talk about that anymore. Let's move in this direction. And all you're asking for is qualif- you know, qualifying questions to qualify his way through the process. Now, too often as salespeople, we just want to present. You know, we just want to get the content out there. Here's our product. Here's our service. You know, here's our features. Here's our benefits. Here's our advantages. Here's our gains. Here's why you should buy it. Close. And I am saying that as you're having a sales conversation, now, Manny, one of the things I'm going to suggest is go to my website, Seminars on Selling. There's a, a training program called Sales Conversations, and it really hits on this topic and goes in deeper. But a sales conversation is to be aware. Don't just present the show up and throw up. Don't just puke all over your customer with the product. Really have a sales conversation. Present a couple of things, and it's almost like breathing every five minutes. And every five minutes, maybe you say to yourself, you know, so far, has I've mentioned several things here. Which one of these interests you more? And he says, you know, Victor, that one right there. I really like that one. Great. That's a qualifying, again, a roadmark, mark, right? Move in that direction. I know they're liking that, so I keep going that route. Okay, we talked about this product, and further down the presentation, well, so far, I've added a couple of things here. Are these things that you can use? Let them answer yes or no. And if they say yes, great. If they say no, okay, did I miss something? Let's, let's step back a little bit. Where did I miss something? You see, you don't have to pressure people. You can just simply have a sales conversation. It's okay to breathe. Have a conversation. Let the customer guide you. But in order for the customer to guide you where they want to go, you have to ask qualifying questions. Let me say it again. In order for the customer to guide you to where they want to go, what they need, you have to ask qualifying questions. And it's okay to insert things they haven't thought about, right? Unstated needs, but always listen because maybe they're not ready to hear something. So always ask these questions to make sure you're on the right track. And then step number two, towards the end, as you're moving towards the close, so if you can imagine that there's high resistance at the beginning of of the sales presentation, but as you've been able to ask qualifying questions, you can feel the resistance or that pushback dropping a little bit. And somewhere towards the end, you find that moment to say something like this. You know, have you seen enough to make a decision? Have you seen enough to make a decision? Up to this point, have you seen enough to make a decision? Again, use your words. Figure out what phrase, what style works for you. Or say something like this. Is there anything stopping you at this point from making a decision? Or are you ready to make a decision? Have you seen enough? Whatever feels comfortable. Now, you're able to ask that question towards the end because the first, let's say it's a 45-minute presentation. For the first 35 minutes, you are asking qualified questions. You know that you're on track with the customer. And when you get here, have you seen enough to make a decision? You know you're tracking with your customer. That's why it makes it easier to ask that question. But if you haven't been tracking with the customer, you've just been presenting, Features, benefits, advantage, gain. When you get to the end and you ask that question, it feels uncomfortable. Have you seen enough to make a decision? It feels uncomfortable, one, because you haven't been asking a lot of questions. Two, you're not sure if they're really tracking with you or just going, yeah, 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 yeah. You don't know. But if you're asking qualifying questions throughout the process, 
you can feel the resistance go down, but you can also feel the connection between you and the customer increasing because you're tracking with them. So maybe, Manny, the reason you're scared to ask the question at the end is because you simply don't know if they're tracking with you. You don't know if you're going down the right road. You don't know if you're being too pushy because you don't know if you've really answered all their questions. So by answering all their questions, tracking with you, you'll feel more comfortable using statements like this. Have you seen enough to make a decision? Is there anything stopping you from making a decision right now? And then just shut up and let them tell you. So again, come up with phrases that you're comfortable with. So bottom line, step number one, always ask qualifying questions throughout the process. Step number two, have your closing questions rehearsed in advance. Rehearse them so much that they become almost natural. But again, I'm not talking about manipulation, persuasion, or just trying to influence somebody to make a decision without having enough information. It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about almost grabbing the customer mentally by the hand. So every time you, you ask a question, it's almost like you're making sure that you still have them by the hand. And if you have them by the hand as you're going through the process and you can feel them coming along with you, you know that you've been doing your job in terms of qualifying their needs, their wants. And when you get to the end, you'll feel that much more comfortable saying, have you seen enough to make a decision? Or is there anything stopping you from making a decision today, Mr. Customer? Do this, Manny, and I think you'll feel the difference. Well, anyway, that's it for this Sales Influence Podcast. Don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. You know the deal. I need some feedback. And by the way, I've been getting great emails from you guys and also on my YouTube channel. So thank you very much. Also, check out my sales training website seminarsonselling.com where you'll find great training videos to help you grow your business. And again, if you're not increasing your training, you're decreasing your expectations. So lastly, I want to thank you for listening. Always enjoy doing these podcasts. Please keep the feedback coming. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi. I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me, and it's always about them.